Hey, what's up, Allie? How you doing? Hi. Thank you for joining today. We're going to do a, a real quick one because I know you have the boys and everything's yep. going crazy. And uh, <laughs> the boys are probably away from wherever you're at right now. And my dogs are currently barking outside because I put them outside. So, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, like, what you see on the live versus what is actually happening, it looks like <laughs> something exploded <laughs> in our house today. But it's all good. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Dave? I'm doing all right. So what's new with you? It's been a while since we've actually, like you came to the office like last week and I was just like, oh my, I hadn't seen you probably in months. And it was just kind of nice to see you. Yeah. It's always fun when we get to see each other in the office and I feel like it's hit or miss when you stop by who's there. Yeah. Same, unfortunately. Yeah. And you, like, I keep talking to, like, I was talking to Maya yesterday. I was talking to somebody else and it was just like, y'all haven't even, like, experienced, like, tour or even, you know, just having a meeting and going out and on tour. And you did it, like, a couple times. I think in January or something we did it a couple times. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to have a a snippet of reality. Yeah. But definitely missed that. Missed walking around, looking at homes with everyone. And that was a fun Tuesday activity. Good team. Yeah, t- Tuesdays are always fun. I always enjoy Tuesdays. But um, today, well, actually, what else is new with you? What do you have you been like? I know you have the two boys at home. How's that been going with you? Like as far as keeping them at home and busy? been good. Our oldest started kindergarten, so we've been doing remote school and navigating that. And then we've done a few home projects. And my husband and I are both busy with work. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. And how's like? Balancing work and the schooling thing. I mean, we're all kind of doing that because we were talking before we got on here. And you're like, well, the boys are da 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 da. And I was just like, well, it's kind of on brand for 2020. Like, every anything goes this year because, like, we're all in the same boat. Like, I'm working from home today and it's, you know, I'm listening to the boys in school and just kind of, they're just there, you know. And so it's different than being here with an empty house and they're off at school doing whatever. And I have, like, silence and I can actually work. Yeah. Um, how's that been for you? Cause you have little ones and I don't understand how you do it. <laughs> I just have to find time. I work weird hours, but um, thankfully I can take most of my work with me. And my oldest and I have done school and work side by side at a local preschool. They have a coffee shop there. So our youngest goes to school and then my oldest logs in and I do work. And I think the highlight of that is you know, we've, I've been more involved in his school than I think I would have been if he was in person. So I try to look at that as a positive note. Um, that we do this forever Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to find, you know, the beauty in in the hardness. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's cool. Because the funny thing, Oh, I was just coming from a Windermere virtue con. So they have their conference going on right now. And one thing that uh, this speaker feel woke or feel woke, it's spelled G W O K E, but I think they call it, they pronounce it differently. But any woke or something. But anyway, great speaker, and he talks about like generations, so Gen Z, Gen Y, uh, Gen X, and millennials, and basically talking. He had them all four, so like four quadrants, and uh, you know, like first generation uh, baby boomers and gen, that you know tough times, and then he had Gen X millennials and then gen z in the top right next to the boomers and so it had a tough times arc and so actually Mm. uh that gen the new generation is what 
2000 something through 2010, I think, or he said like 93 through 2010 or something like that. And that's a tough times quadrant. Um, mm-hmm. And so, cause he was saying what's old is new. And so if you look 80 years from the last one, it was world war two or something like that. And then, I don't know. It was just an interesting, he started from like 43 and then said like, all right, the 80 years from now, that's going to be like 2023. We're in 2020, but you know, this group of kids and people in general, young people are going through a tough time, obviously right now, along with everything else. And how is that going to shape their generation? And so he's just kind of like saying what's old is new and what's new is old type thing, even with generations. I thought that that was fascinating. So anyway. The hardships, I think, are different, but they are definitely relatable. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have technology. They didn't have uh, IG Live to keep them busy. <laughs> uh, communication? Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't, I, I'm sick of Zoom and screens, but it's what we have. All right, so let's talk about, like, what we came here to talk about, which is you posted earlier today on the Gardner Report, and I thought that that was fascinating because – uh, you like stats, and we actually have a mm-hmm. podcast on new construction. Uh, I thought we we dropped that like at the beginning of this year, so it's been a while since since we've been on a podcast. Um, so, what did you find in the Q3 report? Like, you posted something about some stats. What were some of those things that you were pointing out that you pulled out from that? Sure, I think well, I think stats are so important to know and to master because when you're directing even a seller, but in particular a buyer, mm-hmm. for them to have a better understanding on you know, why it's so difficult um, to tie down a house. But yeah. look at Q3 stats. Um, I thought that it was really interesting that you know, we have 42% less inventory than we did at this time in 2019. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, the home prices, this was the big one, went up 16% in Pierce County. Like That is wow. a huge yeah. And a lot of that is due, you know, we have low inventory, extremely low inventory, obviously, with the 42% decline. Mm-hmm. And we have really low interest rates. So the two coupled together are just driving, the driving force behind, right. you know, increase in price. Yeah, so 16%. And that's from, is that from, last year i'm trying to remember is that from last year or is that from this year i'm trying to from last year oh okay so q3 last year to q3 this year yep a 16 percent jump in pierce county that's crazy yeah i mean great if you are you know using that equity that you've built over the years to um, either fuel other purchases or um, do some renovation projects and you want to tap into that equity that's great for you yeah so great for a first-time home buyer that didn't purchase last year and is now in the heat of things this year mm-hmm. but that being said it's not impossible it just you have to prepare your expectations as a buyer and you really need to have everything ready to go you know be pre-approved and be willing to put offers on multiple properties Mm -hmm. you also had a good post about so the opposite side of that is the the rates and so like i remember you had a post it was like last week or something about the buying power and and what that looked like with the rates and how much you can buy and it was a graph i thought that was a really good one too because to offset the pricing the prices like rising we have to have low interest rates essentially a little bit less 
um, or equal to, even though home prices have gone up, interest rates have gone down, and those have balanced each other out on, you know, your estimated monthly payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, I thought that that was an interesting way to spin it and look at that because we focus a lot on the prices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <clears throat> obviously, there's an affordability issue that's already here and not looming. It's already here. And then you have um, issues with lending and people getting, you know, even getting approved for loans in general. Yeah. I actually have a lot of data on that. Um I haven't finished it yet. It's like on a spreadsheet somewhere sitting around, you know, how I like to just do stuff and then, mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. But anyway, I will finish that before the year's over though, because <laughs> it's really good. It like breaks down VA loans, conventional loans yeah. by race, who's been approved in Pierce County, actually. Yeah. Pierce County and actually Tacoma Lakewood area specifically, oh. like it's broken down, down. That'd so be intriguing to see. Yeah. It's really good info. Uh, it's actually a, public website um that information is available to all of us but it looks like it's the website was built in like 1980 and it's terrible like it's hard like who's gonna it needs to be on a slicer like the infos that like info sparks or something you know yeah i, I think i mean it'd well, be nice so where people could analyze that pretty quickly yeah because I've, I've called for that i was like we need more lending data like but it's there but it's just like all right so i gotta download this spreadsheet like who who's gonna do that like only and it's already hard to read for me. So imagine anyone else. Like, anyway, that's a tangent. So, what else did you get from uh, that Q3 Gardner report? Did you pull anything else out of there? Well, um, I mean, there's so many good snippets, but I think just, um, you know, if you're a buyer right now, you could potentially get in a home that might be a little bit more expensive, but you're essentially paying the same that you would in 2019. Um, I think that. Not, this wasn't specifically on the Gardner report, but our median sales price in Pierce County, um, I believe this last month was at 429, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a half a million dollars. Like that's just come on now. Like that's crazy to me. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, I think more than anything, it's just for both sides, sellers and buyers. It's so important to prepare. Sellers, yes, your home's going to sell, um, but you could be leaving a lot of money on the table if you don't prepare properly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, buyers, if you don't have your ducks in a row, if you, you know, don't have your pre-approval letter or, um, you know, and you try to submit an offer, you're just not going to have the, the, the strength behind your offer without that. Um, properties are seeing multiple offers, and so it's just so important to be connected to a good agent, a good real estate agent, a good lender. Um, I can't stress enough to have a really good team behind you Yeah. to help you get your foot into a foot in the door to home. You, you, you can just say you, you don't have to just say, <laughs> you can just say a good agent. You can just say I'm you. I'm not only good agent. <laughs> help. Um, so that, that's good info on the, on that side of things. We were talking a little bit about the new construction piece yeah. and some other things that you were, you know, some correlations you were making to the data that we were seeing. What were some of those things that you were talking about? And can you show us, are they out there? Like, can you show the people like what y'all working on over there? Oh, geez. <laughs> faster, but I will show you at the end. And um, I just think it was really interesting. You know, if things continue as is, and I don't want to be a double, a Debbie downer, but, I do want to be realistic. Like if things continue and we have a low inventory, 
you know, prices are going to rise. And so mm -hmm. the way to combat that is more homes. You know, we have a need for more homes. People want to be in a home. And the only way to combat that is for some new construction to happen. But it's mm -hmm. hard to have new construction at an affordable rate. And we mm -hmm. experienced that, you know, just this last weekend, we, along with everyone, I think in COVID have been evaluating our space and how we can use it better. And we finally decided that we would take this attached shed that mm -hmm. we didn't have access to. You had to go around the back of the house to get to it. And our pantry went into it. So we decided that we were going to kick the pantry out and stead out that room. We'll eventually insulate it and drywall it and use it. But in the process, we went to the lumber yard, um, Gray's Lumber on 6th Ave. And it's really interesting because lumber costs have gone up so much. Mm. And they also have low inventory on lumber. You know, everyone right. need for homes and need for lumber, but then we have low inventory on both sides. So those coupled together, I think, are making new construction even more difficult. Right. And then just COVID in general, working in close proximity. Um, I know when this all started, a lot of new construction just halted. And mm -hmm. I think that we're seeing more of that, but not at the pace that we need to up inventory. I have some numbers for you. Okay. So, um, so yeah, when you talked about halting, so the months of inventory in April of this year was 4.2 for new construction. Yep. And now in September 20th, it was 1.2. Yeah. It's just like a complete, no. wow. And then like year over year, uh, September 19 was 3.8 and September 20 is 1.2. Excuse me. So months of inventory is down 68% uh, for new construction. That's just crazy. So it's funny that you, you mentioned that and I went and looked at some stuff and I'm just going, wow, that's okay. And then for, for sale, this one's interesting. So for sale, the, the amount of new construction homes for sale in 2009, or I'm sorry, September of 19 was 472. Hmm. September 20 is 219. That's a 53% drop. So that's on par with like when we yep. were talking, you just mentioned like 47%, I think, or something like that. 42% uh, decrease in uh, new listings or active homes to, to mm -hmm. purchase. And so that's kind of across the board if we're looking at the 47 to 60% range of like mm -hmm. less inventory, which is just, yeah, from an already constrained market. Like it's not like, 3.8 is like actually balanced. That's not, nope. you know, that's yeah. kind of, anyway, I don't know. It's all, but it's all about preparing yourself. You know, if you are coming into this as a new buyer or, you know, a buyer that's upgrading your home, you just have to prepare your expectations. It can happen, but mm -hmm. it might not be your first home that you put an offer on. It might not be the fifth home you put an offer on. Right. And so, yeah. It's just, you have to be realistic. And I think that's like, as an agent, it's hard to tell somebody that until they've gone through it. And then they understand. Right. But having those numbers to back us makes a big difference. Yeah. You don't want to like crush people's dreams. You know, like they go out into the market like, yep, we're about to get this house. We're about to, we're ready. And then <laughs> they it, go out there. It really can. Yeah, they can. I mean, I agree. They can. It's just going to be, it's going to, it's, it might not be that first try. Maybe it, it might be the first try. I don't know. It depends on <laughs> the financial situation. True. But um, yeah, but it, it, it is, but it does take a, 
nice, uh, you know, a skilled realtor to help them with that process, right? That knows their stuff. <laughs> Named Allison O'Hagan. Okay. So, um, yeah, so show us, like, can you show us around, like, with the what's going on at the O'Hagan household? We haven't seen ah. it in a while, long time. Can I flip oh. my camera around? I'll turn on some lights. You might see some crazy kids, too. Oh, don't, don't worry. We love the kids. Like, like if I love those are my favorite kids on 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 your story. Like those are my favorite kids to watch. That is just so, they're so funny. This door right here used to be our pantry. Uh -huh. I was showing you this. So we didn't know this until we had purchased the home, but we ended up blowing through. You can see where the pantry floor ends. Uh -huh. so we blew through that wall and then added stairs down. It's a pretty small space, and so we'll probably just use it as an exercise room or um, a flex space for the for the kids yeah uh, but you can see our houses and our backyard and everything's in shambles but <laughs> i think the cool part about this was just having the realization with the lumber costs yeah and you know i had i had told you but my dad is a oh you're under the yeah. <laughs> my dad's a contractor in california and he was just like in shock of the lumber costs and he's like you live in the hub where lumber is made and even for you to have a shortage on lumber yeah. the cost bumped up it just goes to show that you know this that's is crazy. where we're at it's just where we're at yeah. man yeah that's 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 crazy but i'm glad y'all are doing that that's gonna be fun yeah. when that gets done when will, what are y'all trying to like finish it like asap and sheetrock and do all that or yeah i mean ideally but we've been budgeting for it and mm -hmm. so we're doing it a little bit at a time yeah my dad obviously came to help us do part of it and so um we're gonna insulate it and then i've gotten a couple bids for for drywall so yeah. it won't be complete probably till early next year mm -hmm. complete. and there's some areas like the stairs we still don't know exactly what we're gonna do those are yeah stairs to give us a feel for this space but you you might as well tack on like another month to that whole process <laughs> any remodel you might, might as well tack on yeah i agree tracy great use of space tracy gill said <laughs> it's a great use of space and i agree thanks it was fun we had been talking about it for almost a year and i think covid just kicked us into doing it mm -hmm. along with a lot of people you just reevaluate your home where you live Oh yeah, we Anne was talking about getting a hot tub. I was like, Pff. oh, she said, "How's my kitchen?" I really don't know if y'all want to look at the kitchen, but yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of it's it's not in the best shape it's ever been in ever, but uh, <laughs> here it is. So, oh yeah, we we started quarantine with no sink, no floor, no uh, dishwasher, no countertops, no countertops. Yeah. So when March, when we were, when that all was happening, like when we were closing the office and things were all crazy, like we did not have a kitchen. It was a very, very, very interesting That's time rough. in the Jones household. Like we were taking dishes from upstairs down to the very, the basement, basically where I'm standing right now, you have to go all the way downstairs and then walk all the way back to the same place where you're at. And that's where the dishes were in a small little sink. But it was worth it. Yeah, I felt like we were living in a log cabin. You know, those old, like, Oregon Trail? Did you ever used to have to do Oregon Trail back in the day? 
Definitely. That's, what, that's what it felt like. I felt like we were living on the Oregon Trail. But um, all right. Well, I know you have to get to your family, and and Riley's probably asking like. To use power tools. <laughs> that's good. Well, I appreciate you jumping on and joining and sharing some data with us and everything else. And yeah, this is your first live, so there you go. Fine. Thanks for having me. All right. No. Thanks for thanks for coming on. I'll see you. See you around. And oh. Where can people find you and where can people get in touch with you if they want to know more? Yep. You can find me on the Windermere website. You can find me on Instagram and you can call me. Yep. So. Cool. Sounds good. And you'll be linked in the, the comments and yeah, you'll be able to watch this on IGTV whenever you want. Perfect. Thanks, Steve. Right. See ya. Thanks, Bye. Allie. All right, y'all. So that was Allison O'Hagan. Uh, she's one of the brokers here at Windermere Abode, and I appreciate you joining in, or even if you're just watching on IGTV. Thank you. Till next time, y'all. Peace.